Hello, my name is Carl Cervantes. Welcome to Occult Psychology, a podcast on <laughs> psychology and the occult. Psychology is a great way to explore mysterious phenomena because it's a study of the human experience. And a huge part of the human experience is of the unexplained, of the spiritual, of the transpersonal, of the uh, paranormal. A lot of it is shared. And a lot of it is unexplained, but we try to explain it. And psychology is a very grounded, scientific way to look into these, these uh, mysteries, right? So uh, we'll talk about psychological phenomena later on, but I want to be more specific, though. I want to be more specific. What do, we, what do we mean when we say paranormal or uh, mysterious? Phenomena. What do we mean by unexplained phenomena? When I say that, immediately I'm sure that you may have already, you know, you might already have an idea of what it is. You know, levitating uh, saints or, or mysterious healings or mind reading or uh, curses and spells and mysteries and all that kind of stuff. And all this is mysterious phenomena. We try to explain it, and we have many different systems, most of them magical, uh, to try and explain these phenomena and try to control these occult powers. And I want to look to, uh, I want to look to a local Filipino exorcist named Father Father Francisco Siquia. Uh, Father Francisco Siquia, Jose Francisco Siquia, is a, a Filipino exorcist. Exorcist. What, what is that word? A Filipino exorcist um, who, who, said that, um, who said that there are two kinds of powers. Father Francisco Siquia, Father Siquia said there are two kinds of powers. The first is psychic and then second is demonic. Psychic powers are natural human abilities and all these things, you know, mind reading, uh, mind-matter interactions such as psychokinesis, uh, healing, you know, all these, uh, you know, psychic healing, all these things are, are natural human abilities. And when I, when I talk about psychic healing, I don't mean the kind where you put your hand into a human being's body and pull out the tumor or something that, as, as psychic healers do. But no, when, I'm, when I talk about psychic healing, I mean uh, a way of healing uh, or transformation that is, that is uh, uh, through the mind, through the, through the will, or through visualization, and so on and so forth. That's, that's, that's psychic. Those are psychic powers. Those are natural psychic powers. And some of it, even clairvoyance, which is the ability to know certain things. Now, that's different because telepathy is the ability to to uh, intuit or maybe to know the, the thoughts of another person. Clairvoyance is simply the knowledge of you know, other things. And all these uh, mysterious abilities are extrasensory, as, as we call it. You know, extrasensory perception or ESP. But beyond that, you also have mind-matter interaction, uh, such as we call psychokinesis. Psychokinesis or telekinesis, you know, the ability to control uh, objects using the power of your mind, such as setting things on fire or uh, moving things, moving objects with your mind. And personally, 
uh, we have you know we have seen demonstrations of it uh, on on television or or in in uh, shows or or whatever. But I personally haven't seen you know that kind of ability. But you know it's it's been well documented anyway, and there's been a lot of controversy surrounding these psychic abilities. Because, you know, it can't be explained by the materialist worldview. And what is the materialist worldview? The materialist worldview is the notion that, or, or the insistence that all things are interactions of smaller things, of matter. All things are made of matter. Therefore, things such intangible things like love, consciousness, uh, all these things are chemical reactions in the brain. Even consciousness, they say, is is simply a behavioral mechanism that emerged from the brain as a result of uh, the human being uh, as an organism trying to figure out where to find food and to, to preserve the self and to connect with other people in order to preserve the self. It's very evolutionary. It's very, it's very um, uh, what's it called? It's very rudimentary. What's it called? Elementary. Very, uh, how do I say it? It's very basic. And it's very lifeless. When in fact, it's more likely that consciousness does not emerge from the brain, but is in fact a fundamental part of the universe. And the brain is simply a, a receiver of this consciousness. That's called the transpersonal worldview or the post-materialist worldview, which, you know, um, which explains or actually allows for psychic abilities. You know, we have so many well-documented cases of, number one, telepathy. It has been shown in multiple studies that uh, mediums, you know, and mediums are, they are the people who supposedly talk to the dead. Now, uh, I'm not saying that there is such a thing as, you know, ghosts and spirits and whatever, uh, whatever. You know, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that there are studies that show that mediums are able to anomalously receive information and whether that means uh, a world beyond this one or simply telepathy is up for debate. You know, uh, it's up to you to interpret that in your own way. Now, there are a lot of studies that, that, that uh, show that these things are possible. There are studies on telepathy that show that telepathy is possible. Uh, above the chance level, you know, when we talk about the chance level, it means that, you know, how how uh, how much of this is just guesswork. But a lot of these studies, and even if you look at the meta analyses of these studies, uh, which means that you know the studies about these studies show that you know it goes above the chance level. It's not that high, you know, it's not that high. It's it's uh, it's a small percentage, but it does go above the chance level. So, so all that, uh, we have all these empirical studies that point, towards, that point toward the idea that there is such a thing as uh, mysterious paranormal phenomena. And our goal is to try and, and explain the mechanism and try to explain how it works because it, it does happen. And the transpersonal worldview, the materialist worldview can't explain it. So it pushes it aside and it, you know, it says that, oh, you know, that's just uh, hullabaloo and, you know, but um, uh, people are just gullible about it and 
and you know there's people who believe in it are uh, supposedly less intelligent and that's that's how the materialist bias is formed but when we look into the transpersonal worldview which is a very a very cultural perspective especially for Filipinos that uh, for us Filipinos that the transpersonal worldview is more realistic to us because we live in a world that is populated by spirits or what we believe to be spirits you know traditionally speaking the Filipino worldview is populated by spirits and a lot of that uh, is really could be explained as psychological a lot of the experiences that we have that are that are spiritual are also psychological because the spiritual dimension is part of the human experience. So that's uh, all that is psychic powers. All that, all those are psychic powers. We'll talk more about spirits later on, and I want to talk about spirits later on because the next kind of power. So, we, so Father Sikia talks about two kinds of powers. The first is psychic. The next is demonic. And this, you know, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the demonic abilities. What are demonic abilities? Basically, it really is just calling on spirits to do, uh, to do, whatever you want them to do, essentially. So, in the Catholic worldview, where Father Sikia is coming from, the Catholic worldview, demons are anything that isn't um, that aren't angels or the Holy Spirit. So, anything beyond the angels and the Holy Spirit, uh, you call that demons. <laughs> so, other gods, uh, earth spirits, whether they are malevolent, benevolent, or neutral, they're all demons, according to the uh, Catholic worldview. Okay. Um, so as I said earlier, uh, the, the Filipino worldview is spiritual. It's very, very spiritual. Uh, physical ailments, you know, mysterious physical ailments are explained as, as spiritual diseases in some way. And, and mental ailments are also explained in a very spiritual manner. People say, for example, "Kulang uh, kanang dasal." Oh, you need more prayers. You need to pray more. You know, uh, when someone is, for example, experiencing uh, um, experiencing a deep sadness or melancholy, you would just say, "No, kulang ka sa dasal," or you need more prayers. And that's a way of dismissing that experience, obviously. But it also shows that we have that spiritual perspective. And as I said earlier, there is, a, there is an overlap between what we consider uh, psychological and what we consider spiritual. Because the, the Filipino transpersonal worldview involves spirits around us. There are spirits everywhere. And it is very dangerous when we start to play with these spirits. So there are natural abilities. There are natural psychic human abilities such as telepathy, telekinesis, um, uh, a little bit of clairvoyance or different kinds of clair whatever. You know, there are so many different kinds of, of that. But uh, those are natural human abilities. Those are abilities that we can learn, abilities that we can hone and develop, God-given abilities. And then there are abilities that are demonic. In other words, powers that are helped or influenced or uh, uh, given 
by demonic entities or spiritual entities. And it's, it's hard to differentiate. It's hard to differentiate what, you know, what, what, uh, what that is because, you know, um, in, there are many different demons. <laughs> and here I want to go uh, a little bit into demonology because it's, it's also very interesting that uh, individuals who, who go into demonology, a lot of them that, that I've met, Okay, a lot of them uh, go into it to avoid the Catholic uh, God, you know, as, as an alternative to to praying to the Catholic divinities or, uh, you know, the angels, the spirits, uh, the, the the Holy Spirit, God, and all that. So by moving towards the demonic, uh, they a lot of them believe. Some of them believe that it's uh, it's a way to rebel against against uh, God but what's interesting about that belief if we look into uh, King Solomon's uh, practice of demonology but because there is and apparently they, uh, there is a belief that uh, one of the uh, one of the aspects of wisdom that God gave Solomon was the ability to contain and control demons and in that sense they aren't necessarily evil in the way that we quote-unquote, demonize the demons. Um, they aren't necessarily evil. They are actually formed from old gods, or from, from older, more ancient religions. Um, but the, the belief here of, of King Solomon's demonology is that they can't work without the permission of the Christian God or of, of the Abrahamic uh, religion's God. So, so it's it's kind of ironic uh, to think about it because if if we go into uh, demonology as a way to rebel against the Catholic worldview, and the Catholic world and demons won't work without a belief in the Catholic worldview, it's kind of there's a, there's a there's a dissonance there. There's a cognitive dissonance there. Anyway, the point is that that all this you know all all these all these spirits surrounding us. They aren't necessarily evil, and that's what I that's what I that's what I want to point out. And uh, I know this might sound uh, questionable, but originally demons weren't evil. They, in the history of in the history of demonology, demons aren't necessarily evil. They they come from old gods. They come from gods of ancient cultures. They were. Uh, they were transformed into lesser beings by uh, by the the the, the Christian uh, by the Catholic Church or by the by the Christian Church. You know, they were they were moved towards as as lesser divinities. But I don't want to talk about. Uh, I might go into too much into theology with this, but I'm sure that a lot of other people know more about this than I do. All I'm saying is that it's hard to differentiate between what we consider spiritual and what we consider psychological. That's my only point, and I'm going to stick there. I don't want to go into a whole uh, discussion into or a whole debate into uh, what constitutes a demon and what is a spirit and so on and so forth. What I am saying is that knowing what a spirit is and knowing what a spirit can do uh, can be something that we have to consider, you know. And 
So Father Sikia talks about the dangers of calling upon spirits. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, even King Solomon's uh, form of demonology, um, there is a warning also that, you know, that we have to be very, very careful. That's why, you know, you bind these spirits and so on and so forth. And there are different rituals to prepare for uh, uh, contact with these, with these demons. So it is dangerous, is what I'm saying. Is a demonic enterprises, <laughs> demonic enterprises are very, very dangerous, but they're also as dangerous as psychological entities. If we see demons as psychological entities or like projections of the unconscious into the world or, you know, things that we have uh, repressed and expressed into the world. If we see demons as psychological projections, it's no less dangerous. It's still dangerous. So when we talk about um, psychic abilities, when we talk about natural psychic abilities, we talk about individual uh, skills. But we also talk about the experience of being surrounded by magic everywhere around the world, around the environment, around the, wherever we are. There are spirits, there are psychic entities. So it's, it's hard to differentiate. You know, there is, a, there is an overlap between what consists as psychic and what consists as demonic. So maybe I want to sort of end there and, and, and have a, a point of consideration, a point of questioning and maybe reflection on what it means on what all this means, because I'm sure that's a lot to, to think about already. But as, as a summary, uh, we talked about how there are two kinds of paranormal phenomena, uh, as Father Sikia, the, the Catholic exorcist, and again, you know, we're coming from a Catholic perspective here. This is a Catholic worldview, okay? Uh, I'm sure there are other perspectives, but I'm, I'm coming from, personally, I'm coming from a Catholic perspective because I am. A Catholic. I'm a Filipino Catholic. So, Father Sikia believes that there are uh, two kinds of uh, powers. First is the psychic, and next is the demonic. Psychic abilities are natural psychological powers, such as mind-matter interaction, psychokinesis, mind-mind interaction, thought transference, and telepathy, clairvoyance, or whatever, clair, whatever you, you have, uh, and then uh, there are demonic abilities wherein you call on the spirits surrounding you uh, in order to, to, to uh, have a control over occult powers, over occult knowledge and occult wisdom and occult powers. And that's very seductive, I'll tell you that. That's very seductive. But uh, it's dangerous. So that's also something that I can say. It's very dangerous. Okay? So thank you for, thank you for listening uh, obviously, there's a lot more to unpack here, a lot more to talk about in this, in this, um, for this specific episode. There's a lot more to talk about, and if you'd like to have more of a discussion, you can reach me on Instagram at Occult Psychology. Uh, you could read my blog. Uh, it's also Occult Psychology. Uh, just look for it. Um, so yeah, so thank you very, very much for for being here today and blessings to you